0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, the Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Ross M. and I'm a Recover Compulsive Overeater. Today is September, Tuesday, September 28, 2021. Today we're reading from the Big Book, page 86, the last paragraph from one paragraph, and thinking about our day. All right, today's readers. So we have for the 12 steps, that one, a 12 traditions. Laurel B. Darrell is going to read the text. Crystal P will read, be our second reader, page 164. Our newcomer greeters Katie G. Our second hour host is Tammy C. So we have reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, September 27, 2021. The 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 17,817. That's 17,817. Our 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting was 17,819, 17,819. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for for members. They're self-supporting for their own contributions OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose to it carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At the Vision for You Bay Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence in the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of our Readers Anonymous. I will now ask Dalon E to read the 12 steps.
1: Good morning. My name is Davilin E., and I am a compulsive overeater living in Manitoba, Canada. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. And step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. With that, I pass and apologize for my late arrival. Pass.
0: Thank you. So now I ask Laurel B to read the 12th editions.
2: Good morning, this is Laurel B. Grateful, Recover compulsive overeater in Wakanda, Illinois. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority. A loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, Ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service.
0: Thank you. Our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in a big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share. we are sharing what the directions in the Big Book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today we resume our study in the Big in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 86, the last paragraph. In thinking about our day I will now ask Dara L to start us off
3: great thanks so much I'm Dara L I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Philadelphia in thinking about our day we may face indecision we may not be able to determine which course to take here we ask God for inspiration an intuitive thought or a decision we relax and take it easy We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. Um, So, you know, I was looking at this paragraph, um, and it just jumped out to me that the word inspiration appears over and over and over again here. And I looked it up, and um, at least one of the definitions of inspiration is to fill someone with the urge or ability to do something, especially something creative. And I was thinking about how, you know, if I say that I want to get my guidance and direction from my creator, you know, power greater than myself that can breathe new life into me. Um, well, this this is really teaching me how to do that. It's teaching me how to connect with the source of power. Because, you know, the thing is, I, I this is just, uh, my experience but you know lack of power was my problem but some of it had to do with the source of the power like i i spent many many years running on the power of the disease and being propelled by that and so you know today i get to plug into my creator you know the source of of positivity and good and love you know and connect to that and let that be the thing that propels me um through my days. And I love that this paragraph really talks about how, like, you know, just how human I am um, and how human we are, and how, you know, it, it's impossible to get it right but here's where intention matters. You know, on step three, my experience is is that it's like, you know, even though our motives are good, right? Like we're still in collision. Um, and you know, in this paragraph for me, it's, it's like, you know, it's okay if my results aren't always perfect, you know, it's okay if i sometimes get it wrong. Um, but it's just about like, okay, how can I, how can I do my best to do God's will today? Um, and that it, it's a beautiful thing, you know, it's a beautiful thing to, to have that be my driver. Um, and, you know, the intuitive thought or decision, it reminds me of the little part in this book that talks about how, you know, deep down within every man, woman and child is the fundamental idea of God. And today, like, I get to feel God working in me and through me in a way that brings me new life. And, and it's, um, it's amazing. And it's so imperfect. And it, you know, it's, Fleeting, but I think that's why every day um, I do this work. Sometimes better than others, um, and you know, and and at least to have that like desire be the thing that's driving me, as opposed to the desire to just satisfy all my cravings. Like it's it's amazing. It's an amazing way of imperfect life, and um, yeah, and I and I like that it talks about how we come to rely upon it. Like that, I can put, I can have. Unconditional and unwavering God reliance today. Um, and again, it's so imperfect. Um, but that's my time, and with that, I'll pass. I'm glad to be here.
0: Thanks, Sarah. So now we're going to open up the lines for sharing, and I'll. So we value your experience yes that you limit your share to every third day, that others might share their experience too. So if he, uh, Hey,
4: this is Charles H.
0: Uh hi, right, Charles. We got you, buddy. Le- Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, man. Charles. Larry. Teresa P. Teresa P.
5: Who else? Gloria K. <laughs> Gloria. Take a
0: few more.
6: Lisa H. Is that L.
0: Lisa and
5: Yvette. Michelle O. Alright, Michelle O.
0: That's a pretty good list. So we got Charles, Larry, Charles H. Larry K, Teresa P. Gloria. Okay, Lisa H, Yvette L, and Michelle. Charles, you're up.
4: Hey, good morning, Russ Money. Thank you for your service, man. I love you, my road dog. You know, I I took pictures of you, and uh, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna let some secrets out. I feel, I feel it this morning. I feel inspirational. Uh, You know, my boy was snoring. We shared the same room in uh, in in, in New Jersey, and uh, I caught him, and I. and I broke Tradition 11. I'm sorry. That's my guy, though. Like, I love you, Russ. Thank you. Uh, you know, I just got <laughs> – I really just started one because Russ was moderating because we just rock. Like, that's my guy. Like, but um, I come to rely on, like <laughs> – what's up, bro, bro? My man. Yeah, so I, I come to rely on, on the fact that I'm imperfect. I love how, 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 how Dora hit on it. I mean, Dara, he hit on it. She hit on it that, you know – I'm not doing this A-plus-ish every single day. Like, you know, I, I've said this a few times on the line that, you know, God don't need to do uh, a nightly review. God don't need to wake up uh, upon awakening, and he doesn't need his mind to be cleansed. Uh, I do because I'm, I'm a finite uh, person. But I can come to rely on these beautiful promises. You know, um, as t- nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more on a plane of inspiration. We come to rely on it. I do. I rely. I love the morning. I used to hate getting out of bed. Right? Like, like, to, like. I took a sick day yesterday. Went to the doctor, and he was like, "Yo, whatever you're doing, keep doing it." Like, I can't understand this. I said, "All right, thank you. I appreciate that." And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to brag about Overeaters Anonymous. You know, I was in a meeting last night, and, you know, they were on a, a a page where it says, God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. I'm happy with my recovery. I'm happy to be on a vision for you. I'm happy to tell – I feel like Ka- Kathy Joe when I was on stage, she was giving out vision for you cards. I feel like that. I just don't do it like that, but I love the way she do it. I'm happy about carrying a message to somebody. I'm happy about reading the doctor's opinion. I'm happy when somebody gets free. I come to rely on it and it it becomes as I practice this right, it becomes a working part of my mind. You know, my uh my sponsor, I'll close with this. He said, You know what? Why don't you match your your uh your your the promises in your life? Why don't you do that like once a month? And like he's such a spiritual giant. I love him because his sponsors is a spiritual giant, and so on and so forth. My bloodline is so dope. And with that, I pass.
0: All right, Charles. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next up is Larry K.
7: Yeah, we're a glum lot, huh? <laughs> hey, Russ. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Uh, you know, in this paragraph, we're trying to get a sense of, of, of God's inspiration for us, some sort of you know, spiritually instinctual uh, sense about, you know, what to do. So I'll share a story with you. I, I've been concerned about Beth, my daughter. And uh, the concern The concern is really, she, she's an actor. Uh, so, you know, put the word struggling before that, right? It's like one of those things, right? And uh, so I've been praying about it, you know, should I give some unsolicited advice? Never a good idea, right? so uh i go to bed last night i've been you know concerned about it a little bit and um and it's uh twelve twenty-eight a.m so so a guy like me i've been sleeping for four hours <laughs> I don't know about you guys but i've been sleeping four hours i don't know what i was doing up but i wasn't worrying too much I just give it to god and i i feel my phone vibrate and You know, uh, no communication that comes after midnight generally is good, right? So here's the text verbatim from my daughter. It was sent to both me and her mom. I know you guys are asleep right now, but I wanted to let you know I got into great works, my first paid acting job. I'm going to be Anne Frank and in The Giver. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. You know what stands out for me in that in that text is, oh my God. She's right, it it is her God. It is her God. You know, I'm I'm reminded here in this paragraph of uh one of my heroes, which was Jung, Carl Gustav Jung, and uh you know he he was interviewed by the uh BBC and I think it was like nineteen fifty nine, and he was asked if he if he believed in God, and he said, I, I don't believe, I know. And this wasn't an arrogant man. He was actually a well known introvert, uh, quite humble guy. And he went on to say that as a child he naturally was told, you know, what to believe in a religious sense. And he and he, he said he tried really hard, but like most children that had been connected with you know with faith, um, he failed entirely, he says. And then later on, Jung said he experienced God, and then of course he knew. You know, I can't believe something without experiencing it but i cannot truly know something without ex- experiencing it and the beauty is i don't have to give unsolicited advice i don't have to judge i ask god and intuitively he gives me the answer sometimes it's the answer i want sometimes not i take it it's better than than uh, than i got that's for sure with that i pass thanks russ
5: thanks Larry.
0: Sorry about that. Next up is Teresa P. Followed by Gloria K.
8: Hi, I'm Teresa P., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in California. And uh, another one of those great paragraphs. And it uh, starts with uh, uh, thinking, of, in thinking about our day. And that's what I do a lot of, thinking. Just think, 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 think. And then there's that indecision. You know, that I don't know what to do one more time. And, but there's the part about ask God, Now, see, that's the part I have to work on, is, you know, asking God, oh, gee, what a thought. Now, uh, I've uh, uh, been um, and uh, had religious practice all my life from as far back as I can remember, you know, praying and doing, you know, going, doing all the service and stuff. And you'd think I would have gotten it, uh, but uh, it just seemed like, you know, I, I, did, I got into that self-will run riot. And I um, had an opportunity yesterday to experience it one more time. Um, I was, um, you know, I had a situation come up with a with a loved one. And uh, this person was uh, going to do something that I thought was not a really good idea. So I start thinking. But what I forgot to do was, you know, start praying. Uh, did I do a little praying? You know, I can't remember. So if I can't remember, you know, okay, we'll just say no. And, uh, but I did I did know that, you know, it was not my job to control him. So then I got a little manipulative and thinking, so, well, I'll just uh, ask this person, um, you know, express my feelings, you know, which is okay. I can express my feelings. That's a good thing. But then I started offering options. and That's where the manipulation comes in because I didn't call, ask God and relax. And I got to do a 10-step on it. And, uh, and it was pointed out to me that, you know, one more time controlling stuff, is just like, oh, man, you know, and, and I worry about it. And look, there it is, you know, you know, it's just a worry. And, it's, you know, and I wanna, it doesn't make me a bad person. It just makes me a person with that worries and needs to work on it by giving it to God. And it gave me an opportunity to look at myself. I like, go, oh, this is something to turn over. I've been a control freak all my life. I thought it was my job, you know. Heard about it as my job as a kid, you know, and I'm, you know, just developed it to the nth degree. And what I get to do is just let go and let God. It's one of our little, you know, slogans, and it it works, but that doesn't mean it's easy. That doesn't mean I remember it. And a lot of times I remember after I've done all the controlling and somebody's unhappy because nobody likes to be controlled. So what I get to do is just practice and get to look at myself and get to You know, practice letting go one more time. Been working on it for almost 70 years, but, you know, that's why God gave me all this time so I could practice. And, uh, you know, just all I can do is just one day at a time and practice. I'm thinking about stuff. I don't know what to do. Time. Ask God and relax. Thank you for letting me share my past.
0: Thanks, Teresa. So before, uh, Gloria jumps on. I just want to let you know where you where we are. We hopped on a little late. We're on page 86. The last paragraph on the page, we're just reading that paragraph and it's starts with thinking about our day. All right, Gloria, you are up.
5: Hi, this
9: is Gloria recovered compulsive overeater in South Florida. Oh, boy, I really needed to hear this one today. Um, I just woke up a few minutes ago, which is late for me. i usually up at 5. Um, my girlfriend passed away very suddenly um, last week. Well, yeah, um, she was hit by a car and lived for about 10 days. And I've been driving myself a little nutty about her funeral because I there will be hundreds of people there and... It is COVID and we couldn't even get together because of uh we always celebrate our birthdays and um, and even my girlfriend wouldn't go to her funeral. So I'm I'm gonna do it on Zoom, but I, I just you know, but I, 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 I know God's telling me that, that that, that that's what Blanche would want because with everyone crying, I mean, there'll be hundreds. Uh she's from another program that um and uh and i think that that's what's god's that's what i get that god's telling me today i woke up with a little cold and i'm saying oh my god is it COVID?" no it's not COVID. i've had three shots but um i love you guys and i get so much from reading this big book and thank you vision for being here And uh, God is always with me. And I feel my friend right with me right now. So thanks a lot. Bye.
10: Thank
0: you, Gloria. Next up is Lisa H.
11: Good morning, Russ. Thank you for your service. This is Lisa H gratefully recovered in uh, Tennessee. Um, in thinking about our day, we may face, face indecision, you know, and this reminds me that um, one of the most important things I can do first thing in the day is to be present, um, is to be in the moment, um, is to, right? Because if I am, um, if I'm in the past, I'm usually in resentment. If I'm in the f- future, I'm usually in fear. Um, and to be, to be still um, and to be present, to be present in the moment. Um, And I think that uh, the other thing that stands out for me, as somebody mentioned is to ask, Um, you know, ask God, ask God for inspiration. Um, Oftentimes, this might show up as um, God with skin on um, from another fellow, Um, it might be my spouse. Um, And Uh, I can continue to ask God for inspiration and then I have to listen, right? I have to be still, I have to pause and I have to listen for that inspiration. Um, And I think that this, right, the spiritual life, like anything takes work on my part, takes effort on my part um, on a daily basis, right? I, you know, where does it say I can't rest on my laurels because if I'm due, I'm headed for trouble. Um, And so I have to, make that conscious contact with God as often as I can throughout the day. Um, You know, one of my favorite lines, and I say this to sponsees often, is, you know, um, that it's not probable we're going to be inspired at all times. Um, It says occasional inspiration. You know, um, we may not be inspired at all times, but regardless of that, we continue Um, We continue to do this. We continue to ask. We continue to listen. We continue to act um, because we've experienced the promises, right? And we want to share this with other people. Um, So um, today, for today, I'm going to ask God for inspiration. What is the next right step? How can I um, continue to be in conscious contact with God um, and be service to to be service to God and to those around me. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks for letting me share.
0: All right, that Lisa. Thank you. Next up is Yvette L. Followed by Michelle. Uh-
12: Good morning. My name is Yvette L. And I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from New Britain, Connecticut, and I'm on vacation this week. Um but I love uh this part of um the big book well, I love so much of this um but uh you know this is the part about on awakening and um I'm on vacation, but my recovery does not take a vacation um you know that's what I understand uh daily reprieve means is there's work I need to do every day um and this uh paragraph reminds me um several people have already mentioned it uh you know, ask God. Um, I need to continue to ask God to guide my life um, because I am no longer running the show because when I'm running it, um, it leads to chaos and unmanageability. Um, So when I ask God for inspiration, um, you know, God does, uh, you know, give me that guidance. I do have to listen. Somebody mentioned that as well. I do have to listen for that guidance. I have to ask, and then I have to listen. Um, And I also like uh, to, towards the end of the paragraph, um, that it reminds me that um, it takes time you know as time passes Um, uh, it doesn't happen overnight Um, you know there's been a lot of absurd ideas that i've had um, that i thought were gods and they're not Um, but gradually slowly um, when i keep at this uh, work day after day after day after day um, i you know it does become more a part of how i live my life and Um, That's the difference uh, for me this go-round is I'm using, um, you know, these pages as text um, to learn from, um, you know, I don't just read, you know, what these words say, I do what it says to do. Um, And that's made all the difference in in my recovery and in my life um, as I'm, you know, sincerely asking God for guidance. Um, I mean it, you know, I'm not giving this lip service because it doesn't work if I give it lip service. I did that for a long time and it didn't work. Um, But when I sincerely ask God for help, um, sit still and listen for that guidance, um, I get it, you know, slowly and learning to discern what's God's guidance and what's, you know, just a vet trying to run on her own will. um, I'm learning, uh, learning how to do that. And I'm just so grateful that, um, you know, this, this meeting is available when I'm on vacation and, and, you know, it's still how I start my day, no matter the day, you know, I start my day with, you know, with my higher power and it uh, certainly has changed my life. So thanks
0: for letting me share. Thank you, Yvette. Next up is Michelle O. And then we'll uh, take another list.
13: Hey, good morning. This is Michelle O. in Detroit, compulsive overeater and bulimic. Not recovered, but uh, working the program and so thankful to be with you today. I I didn't know if I should unmute and put my name out there. And, you know, there was a small inspiration and uh, it just is, it's funny, like I think, well, maybe this is a, a presumption, uh, an absurd action that I may pay for it later. Well, oh well, but um just wanted to share. Um, so I have small examples of this in, in my day that they, they are small, they feel big, and they make a difference for me. Um, yesterday morning, I woke up, I often wake up with a very anxious mind, busy, 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 um, and I... I snap it shut with prayer. I I really have to hang on to my higher power just to focus my attention and to trust that all of the circling thoughts that are blowing around, um, either if they're they're important or they feel important, that they'll still be there for me later, or that um, maybe nothing's wrong at all and I'm just generating this and these are things that even though I, I don't get to call myself recovered that this program and this practice have given me, um, this is a promise, um, actually that is starting to, to be realized in my life. You know, um, it's becoming a working part of my mind. I am still an experience, but, um, I do feel it. And, uh, Yesterday, um, this experience happened to me. All these thoughts, and I prayed that I would remember the things I need to remember. I had ten emails that I need to write, and I I got the list down. I I was able to recall it later. And then just a small example, you know, I already felt like I was behind in my day. But there's a group workout that happens at 7:30, and I'm getting these texts, and people are saying, "Actually, we're going to do it today." I knew in my gut that I didn't have time. I could do it, but I would I would suffer mentally or in my work with stuff or something would go and um I stayed up in my room and and worked on an assignment that I have in this program and I didn't end up doing the workout that I just paused and I had a pa- a peaceful day yesterday my brain didn't torture me yesterday and I'm reflecting back in gratitude on that that and for me sometimes when I have indecision, I already know the right answer. I just don't want to accept it. And just that slowing down or asking my God is a way to hear it better or to not act impulsively as as so much a part of my problem. So um, that's what I want to share. I look forward to having that inspiration be a bigger part of my, my life and my experience. And with that, I pass.
0: Thanks, Michelle. So we're going to take another round of people would like to share. And if you shared on uh Monday or Friday, please step back around or so they would get a chance to share. So who would like to share on page 86?
14: Karen, Kim. Kim A.
0: All right. I, I got Carmela. Uh, Karen.
5: A. Kim. Cherry S, Serene S, Serene Let's get one more, see if we have a, I think we have enough time, right? Anyone else?
0: All right, so we got Carmela G, Karen K. Kim A, Terry S, and Serena S. Carmella, you're up. Start one, Carmella.
15: Okay. Uh, I'm in, thank you. Thank you, Russ, and thank you all for being on the line this morning. My name is Carmella G, and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater for today. Um, and I so smiled when I heard Larry share because it's a gift when we hear from people that we love, even when it's midnight. Um, yesterday was a real life rocky day. I had a 57-year-old nephew uh, succumb to all the complications of COVID and die. And that was my morning And the whole day I needed to turn over just like I wrote upon awakening and I wrote everything, my action plan, how I was going to get through this day knowing that he was so critical and putting my trust in a higher power other than Carmela. And I prayed, and I meditated, and I put one foot in front of the other as the steps have taught me. And it was amazing how everything went so smoothly, how my niece, uh, the moment the doctor called to tell her that her husband was no longer with her, how her dad had just walked into the house to be a, a human support, and how he brought her some prayer and direction and guided her through as he did when she was a child. And after getting through the horrendous day and having to notify my other family members, I was just getting ready for bed when I looked at my phone. Again, it was silenced because it was close to midnight. And my 18-year-old great-great-nephew, who is the heart that I love so much, text me, just telling me that he hopes to come home from school this weekend because he's away at college and he hopes he gets to see me and that he loves me and to sleep well. What a gift. It was like God was hugging me and I sat on the side of my bed and I did my night prayers and my gratitude to God and I went to sleep. That is what program does when we totally give ourselves over and follow his directions, not ours. And sometimes it's a little bit difficult, but when we do, we so get the rewards. And I thank you all for listening, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Carmela. Next up is Karen Kaye all about
6: good morning and thank you everybody for your service my name is Karen Kay, recovered compulsive eater from Syracuse New York and my credits don't transfer you know this paragraph um, and the one before it uh, when I start working with people we start there so they get to practice that meditation it doesn't have to be perfect but they can develop that our uh, relationship and I you know This is fourth dimension stuff for me. Um, uh, Getting married in 19 days, but who's counting, right? So there's a lot of things in this process for me that I realize I have no power over or really, you know, all I have to do is just show up. I wish I could say that um, God and I are skipping along hand in hand every moment of the day because my belief is I wasn't made to be in this world. I was made to be in a different world. And being uh, an addict in recovery with food and whatever you want to call it um, needs to hold out my hand to God and say, show me. And then I can take my will back in 20 seconds that, you know, I've learned the most and from a vision for you is, you know, I'm a, I'm never going to fall short from being a human being. My higher power gave me free will, and I wish I could say every morning I get up, I meditate, levitate around my apartment for two hours, and then start on my day with vision for you. And I don't. I don't. I do the best I can with what I got, and I took the fellows that I've gotten from a vision for you, say, you know what, Karen, this is a lot you're doing. I'm doing, I'm doing, was doing way too much service, um, too many commitments. And the most important thing right now, obviously, number one is my recovery and my relationship that's coming to be with the man I'm going to marry. And just let things go, like the live streaming of the wedding, blah, blah, blah. And just let it all go and just focus on what's in front of me. And there's more and more wrenches in this, uh, you know. One wanted four priests. Now there's two priests. You know, you really only need one priest. So it's it's the things I make myself crazy with. That's the most important thing. My source of my suffering is my thinking. And the only remedy is that for me is to bring God in it. But you know what? God is already in, in it. And I just need to ask. It's my choice if I want to receive. So, you know, I know uh, a guru of being with god and and um i wish i could say i'm calm this morning but you know i'm not but i have a choices to make and to turn where my higher power would like me to be and with that i will pass
5: thanks karen next up is kim a followed by terry s
14: you said kim a right yep Thanks. Hi, this is Kim A from New York City. And, you know, after two and a half years almost of being recovered, left to my own devices, I still tend to be a hot mess. I'm less of a hot mess than I was, but I still tend to be a hot mess because this illness is one of our thinking and attitudes, right? Food was never our problem. Food was where we went when we were a hot mess, and we created a lot of situations in life, a lot of wreckage, which left us living in resentment and fear and dishonesty and all that kind of stuff. So once we get to this point, once we get to step 11, it's assumed that we have worked steps one through nine, that we really understand what our problem is, that we've done these action steps, and now we're in that maintenance part. And it doesn't mean that we're maintaining, like, we don't need to grow. We just need to kind of stay at a plateau. It's like maintaining a car, right? You have to stay on top of stuff. You have to constantly, like, make sure that your car has everything it needs to, you know, work the best that it can. And this going to God constantly throughout my day is huge for me. I can, like the, like the previous share said, I can, like, levitate and meditate for hours in the morning, which I can't and I don't, and I can do, like, this awesome, like, nightly review, and that's all great, but if I'm not in touch with God throughout the day to ask for help, to give me ideas and inspiration, to tell me what to eat, to tell me how to feel, to tell me what to think, if I'm not doing all that, then I'm not maintaining, and I'm going to go back where I came from. And when my thoughts go back to being the previous hot mess that I was, then the food is not far behind because I'm going to be needing that ease and comfort. So left to my own devices, you know, my recovered mind tells me all day long that, you know, I'm pissed off because people are not doing what I want that. ugh, like the moderator skipped me and didn't hear my name. And, you know, these assholes don't know what they're doing. And, you know, I have so much wisdom and, you know, this is what my mind does, which is kind of scary considering that I've been in this program for a long time. But, you know, I too am perfectly human and I have my moments. And if not, if I'm not aligning my thinking with what my higher power wants it to be, then I'm not being the best me. I don't know if this is making sense, but when I remove all the blocks, right? All of the resentment and, or when I ask God to remove all this stuff and I'm able to hear that inspiration, I have to ask for it and I have to wait and listen for it. That's when I'm being the best me. Um, when I'm just kind of aligning my will with my higher powers that it's not about getting what I want. It's not about my life being convenient and I'll wrap up things. It's just about listening for whatever I'm supposed to be doing, however I'm supposed to be doing it, and I'll pass Kim A from New York City. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Kim. Next up is Terry S. followed by Serena S.
10: Good morning, everyone. My OAPs. This is Terry S., newly arrived in Bradenton, Florida, and I normally share on the 10 a.m. because I used to live in Oregon, so it's kind of weird to be here with all these new voices, it's pretty awesome. Um, it, the sentence that really jumped out to me today, uh, it, two of them: we relax and take it easy; we don't struggle. Okay, I have no idea how to do this. It's probably the hardest instructions in the entire big book for me. I'm a per. I'm a gold star, performer, I was raised to be that, I have a to-do list that's, you know, a year long, and I beat myself up constantly because I don't achieve everything I think I'm supposed to, and the message I got most of my life has been, you have to earn your right, you have to work hard, you have to earn your right, which basically you fill in the blank, to exist is how I was raised as a kid. And I have to go to my higher power all the time with, please tell me what to do, because I can't relax and take it easy. I've got in my head um, plans for the day that most people, I've got friends that are like, what are you doing? Well, that's because I'm doing. I'm not a human being. I'm a human doing. And then I create a mess. So I appreciate these words of wisdom. And as I'm, uh, and I'm a recovering food addict, by the way. Um, As I walk each day, I'm really leaning into God. And seeking that inspiration of how do I do this? Just guide me in the next couple of hours. What is it that you're needing me to do to be useful? I'm not useful if I'm exhausting myself. I'm not useful if I'm starting to snap at people because I'm frustrated or whatever it is. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I have an answer in the 12 steps and in my higher power. I I just I don't have words to express the difference that my life is and I'm certainly human and I certainly don't do this program perfectly whatever that means. But I'm willing to surrender and align. Time. Thank you. My self will, my self reliance to the guidance of my higher power. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Terry. Next up is Serene S.
5: Star one, Serene.
0: So uh, maybe we lost Serene there. So who would like to share? I think we could take two more shares.
15: Irini, M, Crystal
0: P. Uh, uh. All right, we got Irini and Crystal.
15: Crystal
0: P. Yep, gotcha, Crystal. Irini, you're up.
16: Thank you, Russ, for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irini M. from New York and I am a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Always giving credit where credit is due. I just had to jump in here because um, um, it says here, well, inspiration, for me, it comes from the word spirit. It doesn't say motivation. It says inspiration. Wow. They use these words very carefully. Motivation is control. Inspiration comes from love. Inspiration is joy-based. Motivation is fear-based. And because our divine has breathed life into all of us, then we're always inspired all the time. It's not a feeling, it's an identity. And and it's a way of living. Just as long as we're aligned with our true identity of who we really are. And we are created in the image of God. I always like to say seek and you shall find, knock and door shall be open, ask and it shall be given. And simply always practicing Letting go, relax and take it easy. Why? Because we are, uh, for me, I always have this sense of knowing that no matter what happens, because I'm in the presence of God all the time, I can let go. I can relax and take it easy because I'm always being taken care of because I'm always in the presence of God, because I'm always being inspired, because I'm always with the Spirit, just as long as I hold his hand. And yes, I let go of his hand many a times a day, but that's a practice to keep on grabbing onto his hand and letting go of everything else. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Irene. Next up is Crystal P. You have about got no about
17: two and a half minutes. Hi, good morning. This is Crystal P., Recovered compulsive Reader from Toronto, Canada. Um, this used to really scare me, the fact that, you know, I may not be inspired at all times. Uh, recently, I have started doing two-way prayer in the morning where I write a letter to God uh, from me, and then I pause and I, I ask God for inspiration, and I write a letter back from God to me. And recently I was speaking to a fellow who asked me, you know, how can you know whether what you're writing that letter from God to you is really from God or if it's just from you? And it, was, it, it made me pause for a second. I'm so glad that they asked me because it got me to see how much my relationship with God has changed in this program and how gradually that change has happened because I came into program really believing that God had very specific instructions and I had to be exactly right in figuring out what those instructions were and if I deviated a little bit, bad things would happen, you know, and today I don't go to God. I don't look at God like that. I don't go to God with like, here's option A and B. Please tell me exactly which option I should do. I don't do that anymore. Today I go to God. I stand at the turning point and I don't ask right or left, A or B. It's just, please give me your protection and care with complete abandon. I know you are in either choice, either choice you will be with me. But just protect me and and show me what the right thing to do is it may be a totally different option that i can 't see, but more importantly today, I know that. Like, when I write that letter, most of the time it's not what I'm expecting at all. But I don't know in my head that, you know, everything I write is exactly coming from the mouth of God. But what I know in my heart is that God loves me so much that even if I go and do the wrong thing, he'll correct me. He will send somebody in my life. He will find some way to speak to me because he's already accounted for the fact that I'm imperfect, that I don't hear him perfectly. He knows that I'm not a perfect receptor of everything he has to say. He will figure out a way to get to me. And my, the main message I get from God is go out and play. like Go live your life. Go do things. Go scrape your knee. I'm here. I'll, like, come back to me and I'll fix it up for you. But don't be so afraid to go live life that you'll do something wrong that you don't, you don't actually go out there and play the game. And I'm so grateful today that I don't see God as having those very specific instructions and it's okay if sometimes I'm not inspired and I do the wrong thing because I know he'll catch me and I know he'll bring me back because he did not bring me all this way, you know, for the last three and a half years to suddenly drop me now. That's not, that's not the God I believe in. And I'm so grateful for that. Thanks for letting me share.
0: Thanks Crystal. So we have about a minute if anybody wants it. I mean, Or we could just close it out.
18: Oh, Russ, it's Serene S. I'm back. I love it. Margaret Dean?
0: Okay, we got Serene. We got about one minute.
18: Okay, great. Uh thank you Go so ahead. much for your service and everybody. Um, you know, upon awakening, uh I'm my thinking is well let me empty the dishwasher and let me, you know, do things that will now have me feel a sense of comfort and ease. And when you read this paragraph in this this reading, it's about starting from the inside out. That is still something that uh, I occasionally struggle with. And I say occasionally because I start to do that one day, and then I do it two days. And then I'm not back to occasionally, and that's how the disease works. Today, I do a two hour commute on Tuesdays. I got on my hands and knees. I haven't done that in probably five years. And uh, I did a prayer Uh, I didn't have time to meditate. And a woman once said, Serene, you're very good with the mechanics, but are you living recovery? Do you have your heart and your head together? And uh, it's a practice. It's just a practice. Thanks so much for the minute. I appreciate everybody's shares.
0: Thanks, Serene. Appreciate it. You're going to be our last share. We thank everyone who shared today. Thank everybody who helped out did service over the month of September on Team Tuesday here. Uh, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, Tuesday, September 28, 2021, is 17,824. One, seven, eight, two, four. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by a serenity prayer. Well, Crystal P, please read a vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
17: Hi, good morning. This is Crystal P, recovered compulsive reader from Toronto, Canada. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask Him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order.